Some of the top news, Tottenham donates £100,000 in club fines to the NHS charity. And these were the fines that were issued to players that were breaching COVID-19 guidelines. Second is, if you haven't seen the Sean Dyche video, the, the interview that he did, he talks about playing the look-alike game. <laughs> you need to watch it because that is the funniest thing you'll probably see all week, especially if you are a Spurs fan who lost again yesterday. Social media threatened with a billion pound fine for abuse relating to the discrimination and the racist comments that players have been getting um, during the week. Ajax leave out Haller by accident. So Ajax record signing Sebastian Haller has not been included in their Europa League squad. And the club said that they are in discussions with UEFA about the issue. How can you forget your record signing for your... <laughs> doesn't make sense. Moving on. David Luiz's card, red card stands and Betnarek's red card has been resigned. We will talk about that very soon. And co- a commentator has been sacked after he announced that he was going for a jobby. So football commentator has been sacked after announcing that he was late to come back on air for the second half. And he told his co-commentator that he went for a jobby at halftime. It's a slang term used in Scotland for poo. The <laughs> A Hamilton statement confirmed that the commentator was sacked. The club didn't find this funny and the person will not be used again. I just think it's a little bit harsh for sacking someone because, you know, you, you, when you got to go. If you, <laughs> you can't really stall that, can you? And uh, Liverpool have been banned from entering Germany for their Leipzig Champions League tie. And um, if both teams cannot agree on on a place that is fine for both teams to enter the country, um, then Leipzig will be uh, fined in a way where Liverpool will get the 3-0 win. So the forfeit will be there. And they need to come up with a place by the 8th of February. Welcome back to Extra Time 93's The New here. And what we're going to talk about today, I think, is more about the rules and regulations that surround certain areas in the game rather than a team. Um, but if we look at some of the matches that happened over the weekend, City won again with a clean sheet. Um, then you have Aston Villa, who were top four contenders, but their, their form is dipping right now. Um, Liverpool lost again yesterday, which I think is the first time that Jose Mourinho lost three games in a row and two back-to-back home defeats. Speaking of back-to-back home defeats, we have Liverpool who lost to Brighton, uh, a 1-0. I don't know what it is, but there is something that needs to change in the team. And they just can't really score goals as easily as they used to. Maybe a change in formation, a change in some of the tactics that they use. I think it's very similar the way they play the game. And teams are really catching up to it. And they, the teams know that if they score a goal against Liverpool, all they need to do is really sit back and then go on the counter-attack in order to you know retain that position that they have. Uh, Chelsea are playing some attractive football, I would say. I, watched the, I tried watching the Spurs game yesterday against Chelsea and I couldn't get through <laughs> the game. It was, it was so one-sided. 
And I think after Harry Kane out, Son is having a terrible time. Uh, it's just that the link-up play is not... Re- Spurs is a team that, that, that really um, has a lot of talent up front. They might not be the best defending-wise. They don't have... Like, they have Eric Dyer, who was a center midfielder, turned into a center back. Um, yeah, but that's not, the, that's not the issue. They don't have experience at the back except Toby Alderweireld. And, um, you know, with a team that has so much talent going up in front, they shouldn't be sitting back as much, you know, like, it doesn't make sense because defense isn't your strong suit, your attack is your strong suit, so you need to keep attacking, you need to keep pressing, you need to bring the intensity up, what Spurs were doing yesterday, especially in that first half, was letting Chelsea, you know, play those loose passes, you know, really gradually come up to the, the final third. And that's what Spurs have been doing a lot lately. And it's just not working out. And Jose Mourinho needs to change the way that this team operates. Needs to change the way in the sense that they need to play some more attacking football. They have the pace in the team. Chelsea did not have the pace at the back. They could have exploited it. I, don't just, I just don't think they did as much. Uh, with the wingbacks coming in front, there were three people at the back. Thiago Silva was out. So they could really like, you know, take advantage of that situation, which they didn't. Um, United break well. They equal the record for most goals scored in a game. They scored nine against Southampton a couple of days ago. I still, I, I still can't stop watching the highlights. It's it's brilliant. But I think uh, what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer needs to do is really get into the minds of these players, of his players, and tell them like, yeah, we scored nine goals, but we still have a long, long road ahead. We still are in for three titles, the Europa League, the FA Cup, and the Premier League. We need to make sure that, you know, we don't let wins like these get to our head. We just play our best. We play attractive, fast-paced football. Oh, uh, yeah. So so that's what we're looking at. Um, and and I think is what has happened with this United team was, is, is the, sorry, is that the fullbacks have really improved. You know, you're looking at Luke Shaw, who's... who's probably in the form of his life. And I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he, if he shows up in the Euros above Chilwell. Um, I think he's an absolute powerhouse. He's got great stamina. He's got great speed. He's, got, he's a smart player. And then we have Aaron Van Bissako, who's being criticized a lot for his, for his attacking. It's not being as, you know, as effective as it should be. Got a goal, and I think he's got two assists as well in that 9-0 game. Uh, and he also came back and, and, you know, did that slide tackle towards the end, which turned out to be uh, an offside. And then we'll get into that very shortly. Um, you've got Fernandez, who finally, you know, ended that, that drought he had. So he got a goal and two assists. Yes, that goal came off a penalty, but penalties aren't as easy to score as, as people think. But again, a goal is a goal, right? So you got two assists, and he's playing really smart football. The passes have been really cheeky, and it's good to see that this team got nine goals without Pogba. So even if he does leave in the summer, I don't think it would affect us as much. Yes, having him on is, is, is an additional benefit, but you know, having him isn't that big of a deal. Uh, Daniel James, I think, has improved his game all over. He's really come to be like a super sub. That pace, uh, the movement that he has, it's all improved. And McTominay's long shots are just something else. Honestly, every time he scores a long shot, there there is something about it that just is so mesmerizing. It's 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 unbelievable. But yeah, let's. Let, I think we're like what eight nine minutes into this already, and we haven't spoken about what we we came here to speak about, and that was the red card offenses and um, you know the offside rule. 
So when I was looking at the game, and this both happened, these two games happened like right after each other. So you had the the Arsenal and Wolves game, and then you have the United Southampton game. So you had David Luiz um, going into that penalty box, and yes, it could be said that he was being smart. He was looking at the player while making that challenge, but he was moving away as well. You could see in the replay if you if you watch the replay, he was moving away. Yes, he did get a nick. Yes, it was a foul. Yes, it was a penalty. 100%. But was it a red card? No, I don't think so. It's because it, was, it wasn't a malicious attempt to do anything, right? He was trying to, he was trying to move away from, from the challenge. That's what he was doing. Same with Bednarek. He was moving away from the challenge. Martial said it wasn't a foul. I think that's, that isn't right as well. He did stop a chance from happening. He stopped a goal-scoring opportunity. Yes, that is a foul. Yes, that is a penalty. Is that a red card? No, it isn't a red card. Yeah, it isn't. So I think what needs to happen is there needs to be some sort of objectivity when it comes to this, not subjective. I think different referees would, would, would you know, decide different things. Both those attempts weren't red cards. Bedner, maybe they were being smart. Yes, they wanted to draw on the foul. That's why the penalty was given. But was it red card? Was it a red card? No, I don't think so. This is, again, coming from a person who may not know the complete story behind the decisions the referee was making. Just looking at it as a fan, as an outside third eye. No, third pair of eyes. <laughs> and um, yeah, were those red cards? No, I do not think so. And there needs to be some sort of clarity in these situations that, okay, yes, he nicked, he stopped a goal-scoring opportunity, uh, but he was looking away. There was there was some there was something that was going on in that United game was that he wasn't attempting to go for the ball. He wasn't going for the ball because he was moving away from that challenge. He didn't want to make that challenge. It was seemingly so. Seemingly so, he did not want to make that challenge. He was moving away, but he nicked um, Martial's uh, leg, and that's why he fell. So again, it's not a red card attempt because he wasn't going for the ball. He was trying to move away for the challenge. And I think there needs to, again, I'm going to say this a lot. There needs to be some clarity in these situations. Because, you know, I'll, I'll come to the conclusion later. The other problem or an issue I could see that may need some rectification is that the offside rule. Um, how, how the linesman has to put up the, car, uh, the offside flag. He puts it up a little later than it should be. Um, and then there are quite a few issues um, with that. And it is when when there is a delay in that offside flag, you know, going up and notifying the referee that, yes, this is an offside. A lot can happen in those like 10, 15 seconds that the flag doesn't go up. Uh, you know how they try to let play go on. I just don't think it works as well, just because there's so many issues that can go around it. And I'll tell you how I, so I was watching one United game, uh, I think it was the game against Liverpool in the league. Um, Rashford kept going offside. But the thing is, there were such delays in the, the flag going up. There can be a lot of issues with that because he's sprinting because he doesn't know he's offside. He's sprinting and, you know, he's using up all this energy to go up in front. The defenders are using a lot of energy to go up front. And then as soon as he's near goal, then the flag goes up, which doesn't make sense to me. Absolutely doesn't. It's because you, you're wasting so much energy when, when we all know it's an offside, right? If you know it's an offside, just put the flag up. Um, 
And then the second thing was was the United and South. I, I see a lot of United is because I see a lot of issues. Uh, I just watch a lot of United games. <laughs> That's honestly why. Um, so there was Aaron Van Bissaka, I think, and it was Shay. Ad- I don't know if it was Adams, uh, but Southampton were on the loose. I think it was Adams, yeah. And then Van Bissaka had to run in at the back, slide tackle. It was a successful slide tackle, and then the flag went up. Now a couple of issues with that is when when a team is on the loose and they're going for goal, there quite a few things a defender can do. They can let them go, uh, believing that it could be an offside, or they could go for a challenge. The challenge could be successful, or they can go for a challenge, and it could injure the attacker and could injure themselves. And Iron Bissaka did not come a hundred percent out of that challenge. It's because he didn't know it was offside. So you're putting a lot of players' lives on the line. Um, not lives, I would say, like, you know, injuries could easily happen, right? You know, if Aaron Van Bissaka didn't put that to perfection, he slides out, he didn't get the ball, he, get the, he got the foot of Adams, Adams would have fallen, may have injured something, Aaron Bissaka could have been injured just because that offside flag didn't go up. If that offside flag goes up, like, instantly, as soon as the attacker touches the ball in an offside position, from an offside position, the flag should go up. Just because you need to keep all these players safe, it's a long season ahead. You can't afford inj- like some teams can't afford injuries, right? So that that's an issue. Again, I'm only saying this as as a third pair of eyes, as as a fan. Um, I'm not meaning to criticize anything. I just think that there needs to be some sort of objectivity in these kind of situations. Um, and then there was this other the against the Southampton United game. Um, I think it was Adams again where he scored that goal. And as a fan, as, as a player that is watching, not just his favorite team, but a, a person that's watching football, I think that was a goal. Um, just because, again, there are a lot of situations, but I'm going to say this specific situation because it's fresh in my head. And it is the fact that I don't think he was offside. Even with the lines and everything, I don't think he was offside. Second, you can't use your hand to score a goal. So unless if it was his head or was any part of his body except his arms and hands? I just don't think it was an offside. Um, I, I just don't think it was because you can't use your hands to score a goal. So it doesn't make sense. And again, I don't think he was offside at all. I think Maguire just played him onside. But um, again, the refs made their call. Um, coming to the conclusion of this is that I think there's some rules... And regulations that may need to be given a little again a little more objectivity and more clarity, uh, because you know I was looking at some of these uh, posts, and they were saying that La Liga has never had any issues with VAR. Um, uh, the FIFA didn't have it. Like, you know, a lot of competitions are using VAR, and they're not having these many issues as the Premier League. So, can the question be that the refs? can be put onto that spotlight instead of VAR. I don't know. It could be the case. Maybe refs need to be given again a little more clarity on the situation because I honestly don't think it's it's VAR that is the problem here. Maybe some questionable decisions that, that need to be put on the spotlights. Uh, but let me know what you think. Um, follow us on Instagram at Zanir Munir. And uh, yeah, that's uh, full time.